Life taught me every L is a lesson And every day is a blessing Corona split, we might have a session No need for all the stress it's your boy DK the Real Man. Welcome back to another Real Balance episode. I got my boy Ian Childs here. Yes, sir. Back again. My boy Ramil back again. On. My boy the Orange Bean Sir, aka yes, sir. Victor Youssef, back again. I even want to give a shout out to my boy Q. Y'all can't see him, but he here. Shout out to my dog, man. That's my road dog. So shout out for him coming Facts. through and um checking Dallas. out how we do this. Dallas. Yes, sir. Shout out Dallas, Texas. Shout out the gang, man. So today, man, the episode, we're gonna get into talking about uh, perfectionism and the strive for greatness and the strive to find one's genius because I feel like everybody has genius in them. Um, It just goes down to unlocking your genius, figuring out what your genius is and then living authentically through it. And um, so when it comes down to perfectionism, I know last week we talked about like the the responsible uses of of marijuana and, you know, and, and, and what that might look like. But we was actually gonna reshoot the episode. We was gonna do. We was actually gonna reshoot the episode first one. episode one because, you know, it was the first episode. So it wasn't perfect, and I was just kind of picking apart a whole bunch of shit. And you know, something Ian always gets on me about is just like, bro, just like you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to be so perfect. You, you know, people don't need to see the most pristine part of all your work. You know what I'm saying? Because things are gonna get. Um, Things are going to get ironed out through anything that you're doing, whether it's business or, you know, anything, any type of vision you have. So, yeah. Um, and you're and you're in a part of something we've talked about before is like we're in the journey, you know, to get to where we want to be, you know, shining and, and doing everything else. But like you just now we're just now starting this. Right. You know what I mean? So right. having having you already have high expectations of everything you, you do. You know what I mean? Right. And having such high expectations for this and being like, all right. I want to redo this and we already, we only, this is just what, this is episode four, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, we'll see. Uh, But like, just being like, all right, it's done. Let me move on to the next one because the next one's going to be better. Right. You know, and just keep that progression because when people see this and they're going to see next, next five, 10, 20 episodes, they're going to see the growth in that. You know what I mean? I know it was growth for me literally because like, yeah, we was all together. He's like, bro, why are we redoing it? Like you, you had some heat in that joint. Like just, Mm Just just keep moving forward, bro. Like, who cares if it's perfect or not? And it's like, okay, boom, let's do it. So, yeah, that was great. To add to that, um, one thing, one statement or one saying that I never understood until maybe about like two years ago was when people say you're only going to get bigger. I never knew what they meant by that. Well, what they meant by that is you can't. Once once you start something or once you're, you know, producing, whatever the case is, it's not like if you put a video out on YouTube, it can't go down in views. It can only go up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So to add to what Ian was saying, basically, this is episode four. I think we already have great chemistry amongst the four of us. Now I talk about all the great guests you're going to have on here and that sort of thing. But for us to show this amount of just dedication, consistency to it. Everyone's showing up, everyone's ready to work, everyone's ready to, you know what I'm saying? That alone says a lot about where things are and where things are headed. So I think you taking the time out, and like Ian said, you, you're you someone that you really like, you critique yourself really like, you know what I'm saying? Like knows like, you know, real hard, man. Mm-hmm. Like you're really hard on yourself, bro. And that's a good thing, but I'm glad that you were able to take a step back and realize that, okay, I know I want things to be here, and it's gonna get there. That doesn't mean I have to hide the rest of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the like, imperfections that it took to get there. Facts. Yeah. You know. And the funny thing is, this is the stuff that this is the the journey or like the initial stuff is what people really enjoy the most. Like mm-hmm. people enjoy the big production, all that sort of things, but people really love the behind the scenes, like, oh, y'all really got it from like mm-hmm. really like, wow, they really started <laughs> from from there and like look where they're at now, type of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I even look yeah. at it with some of my favorite artists on like some of their earlier stuff is some of my favorite shit, you know? And so even though they've grown and they've had growth and they still make great music, like that initial stuff that I, you know, when I came in, I came in watching them on the ground floor, listening to them on the ground. Like, What's your favorite you know? Lionel Richie album? Uh, I don't know about Lionel Richie yeah, like that. Taking that you're taking it back, back, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So um, yeah, perfectionism, bro, is... is Anybody that strives for greatness or strives to find that inner genius or that thing. I know when I read the book, The Alchemist, that was a 
it could almost be the personal legend that the shepherd boy from the alchemist was uh was referring to when i don't have any you guys read the alchemist here mm-hmm. i haven't read it so so you know when the shepherd boy his whole thing was he started off in a small town and he just wanted more he was yeah. he, he was a really good shepherd he was just kind of good at doing what he was doing you know and he just had a vision one day and he wanted to go to egypt so he left his small shepherd town he even took his flock with him his flock grew he went through a bunch of shit he got robbed he didn't you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he went. Yeah, he like it was a whole journey. Yeah. He fell in love with a woman on his way there. He still decided to turn away from that love and keep moving forward. And it was a, it was just, it, I mean, it's a really dope book, honestly. But the moral of the story is he was in search for his inner 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 genius. He was in search for his inner fire, whatever. What you quest. know? What I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. quest that we all have inside of us. We all want that shit, bro. We all have it. And so, um, yeah. You know, and so he went there, he found he found his quest, you know what I'm saying? He found his shorty and all of that. And then he came back, married her, and you know, he you know, he he had a great um uh, testimony, if you will, from chasing that. And so I feel like deep down we all want to be great. We all want to find our own genius and we all want to live through our own genius. But what I feel like, and I can even say um speak for myself and say that in this information age with, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and YouTube, it's so easy to look at someone else's life and someone else's persona oh, and just want to copy. Miami I mean, again? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even with music, it's like, yeah, I done, I done been in the streets and I didn't do some street shit. Yeah. I didn't trapped and hustled and, and all of that good stuff. I didn't, I didn't did it all, but it's like, bro, I don't want to rap about that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to make music. And then it's like, even outside of music, do I want to do I want to make music because it's a thing and it'll get me notarized or whatever, or is it because I just want to make really good, dope music? And then when you sit down with yourself and ask yourself those questions, that's when you can get down to the meat and you mm-hmm. know of <clears throat> what greatness means to you or what you truly want. You know, so yeah, man. Do you feel like do do you think that there is a fear of greatness or that people or do you think people just want to be average? Mm, I got a question after that too that leads that connects to that. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't. I don't think nobody wants to be average, but I think <laughs> I think humans do the they do the the least that they can possibly do for comfortability. I think humans want to be comfortable, but usually greatness isn't comfortable, and that's what I'm starting to realize now. As I'm, you know, just trying to learn to be a better planner with the mm-hmm. podcast, and I'm running my business. I'm going to launch another business. We do music, like you already know. Everything is revving up with. The, the click of guys that I got around me, we're getting into some shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, closing properties, you know, so things is getting real for us, bro. So like, um, it's like, damn, this I feel this pressure. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I feel this shit, bro. But it's like, this is what that strive feels like. It's mm-hmm. not comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So um, do people want to be average? No, but do people want to be great as much as they want to be comfortable? What's the fear you think? And that's exactly the question I asked, but what do you think is the biggest factor in terms of why people don't, why people just settle? Because you hear people all the time say, man, I, man, I hate this job. I don't like doing this. Man, I wish I was doing X, Y, and Z. And it's like, why aren't you? Like, you're able-bodied. You don't have any kids. Bro, fear, bro. I swear to God, bro. I, we talked about this on episode two. We two. talked about fear. The fear of the unknown. Yeah, the unknown. <clears throat> that 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 quote that I told you guys about. Um. I don't know if it was by Maya Angelou or I, I forgot who was the originator of the quote, but it was like our greatest fear is not that it's, it's from Coach Carter as well. I'm, I don't know who the exact, oh that yeah. we're not that that greatest fear is not not that we are inadequate, but that we are greater beyond measure. Yeah. Facts, it's not our own light, and you know it's a whole thing. <clears throat> I, um, I could pull it up, but I'm pretty sure uh, people watching will know what, what we're talking you got about. The gist of it, yeah. But um, but yeah, bro, I think a lot of people want. What they're not willing to work for, bro, and I think that's what it mm, what it boils talk down about for. It. Talk mm, about it. That's ultimately what it what it boils down to, bro. And so every day when I get up in the morning, I listen to shit that makes me want to work. Like me and Q was in the car, um, driving to the podcast studio today. I I, I listen to what I always do. I'm like, bro, it's the first song I listen to every day is um consistent by Larry June, bro. I bump that shit. It's the first song I play every day because mm. it's a vibe. And then it just, bro, it's just bumping consistency, bro, in my head. You got to trust your dope before you can sell it pack it and mail it i mean obviously he, he's he's speaking like trap nigga lingo but what he's saying is bro trust your gift and trust what you have to offer the world before you start trying to sell this shit and start mm-hmm. trying to you know like hey look at me like bro perfect your shit if you're gonna sell dope you better learn how to cook that shit right like 
if you're gonna sell makeup, you better know how to, you know what I'm saying? Mix and blend. Yeah. If you're gonna do whatever the hell you're doing, be good at it, bro. Own that shit. Absolutely. So, yeah. But I definitely think that um, I definitely think that fear, bro. And like I said, we talked about this even in my own life. When I when I got to look at the fear that I had in my own life and how my own fears was kind of stopping me from growing and really moving forward, that's when I was. That's when I really seen it. And then I realized, like, bro, it's not just me. I feel like everybody feels this shit. And it's like the people who chip away at it is going to be the ones who persevere. And then people are going to look at you one day like, bro, how'd you? And it's like, bro. In my opinion, I think this age of social media that we're living in doesn't help very mm-hmm. much because mm-hmm. when, when we go on uh, Instagram or Facebook, we see a bunch of highlights and we see where people are in their life and people look at it like, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they think about their own life. <clears throat> this is this is where I want to be, but are they willing to go through the necessary steps to get there? Right. Yeah. And a lot of people look at those highlights in there. Like you said, people just want to be there. They don't want to do that work. Instant you know? gratification. And that's yes. an Instagram. Instant, you know, you yes. see all Oh, hold instantly. on. And Fez is watching. Well, <laughs> you know, pull up. What's up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you definitely don't want the Fez. <laughs> no, 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 we okay. good on all of that. <laughs> Hell no. But no, like when you when you see stuff like that and you see you see seven people posting pictures of, of the beach. Oh, mm-hmm. I went to Florida. Oh, somebody went to Cancun. Like this. But did you enjoy it? You went, but did you enjoy it? Right. You see the picture. That's the real question. You look, you smiling, but is that a real Absolutely. smile? Who you paid know? for the trip? Oh, it's different when you when you saved and grind up your mm-hmm. money to Show go us enjoy your bank statement. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But it's like, bro, I mean, that really ain't my business per se. But it's like, bro, I don't travel much because I'm not having it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, bro, when I'm having it, trust me, bro, y'all gonna know and it's not gonna be cap. You gonna be in Alaska? Bro, hell yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be everywhere. Shit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be in Alaska. I thought he was gonna fumble. He said, "Nah, for sure." Hell yeah, <laughs> bro. My my boy Jackson Brown literally just came from Alaska, bro. bro? He, he was he probably mad. He might even still be there right now, bro. He was sending me snaps, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't wait till I'm not poor." <laughs> <laughs> you shit. know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I ain't poor. And it's, it's yeah, you're right. It's, it's not levels even, to it, but it's not even that that like you're poor or broke, but. Like you, you're not at the level that you want to be, you know, and, and you're like, we were talking about this earlier about being in a team building and everything, you know, mm-hmm. because in order, it's hard to manifest things by yourself. It's totally possible, mm-hmm. but you know, you manifest to a certain extent and then you realize like a lot of the people around you are going to help you bring, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just your vision, it's mm-hmm. ours. You so, know, yeah. so. And self-manifestation is slow. It happens, mm-hmm. but it's slow and you need it to an extent, but it's very, very slow. So like I said, bro, I'm. I've been over grateful for the for the for the men that I've got around me and the friends that I got in my life because literally everything's easier, moving quicker, and just more efficient, bro. When you got the right people around you to, you know, to do some of those things with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, manifestation is is. I I think that's something, and I, actually, you know, let's dive into this actually a little bit because I personally I look at manifestation as you know not just the things around me but in myself. You know, and so for me, I guess one question I would ask, I would ask you is what do you see, like, what is manifestation of your, of you, of your best self, of your highest self to you? Um, And like, and what does that, what does that look like? I think you said it for me, it's, it's being the best me and there's, there's different levels to it. I, I, what I, as I'm saying these affirmations to myself daily, I always say to myself today, I am the best and highest self version of myself because today is a new day it mm. can't go backwards right. so i'm constantly progressing forward and upwards to these next levels so today i am the best version of myself i am the highest version of myself but in order to manifest that i have to live through this life i have to live through my life with intent so mm. whatever having starting with analyzing what it is that i am gifted with in this life and how i can add value in this life so by assessing that, then I try to do my best to put it into action. You know, some days are better than others, but putting that to action creates, you can say, a flow or a velocity of energy mm. and momentum. Mm-hmm. And each each day, you know, today, you never know. It could it impacts what happens two months from now, a year from now, mm-hmm. two years from now. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm living each day giving my best effort genuinely through my authentic self. That's, in my opinion, how I manifestation 
um, manifesting my highest self living through that. Mm. And um, like I said before, just adding value because everyone, in my opinion, has a purpose. Everyone has gifts and everyone has value to add in this life and and do it for the collective. It's so easy to get caught up in our individual lives and what we're doing. Yes, that's that's important. But what is it for at the end of the day? For me, I do my best to look at the big picture in life because it's, it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just one component of this big organism mm-hmm. or universe um, universe you know so i'm just trying to do my part and continue to know myself and knowing myself um and being more aware of myself and my environment that gives me what feels to me power mm-hmm. in a sense mm. yep so mm. that's that's how i would describe how i'm able to how i'm continuing to manifest uplifting to my highest self and best self mm. do you um and it connects to with that when it comes to manifesting certain things then you guys does it help to maybe say it out loud or to write it down or anything does it you guys because i know a lot of people say like speak it into existence so mm-hmm. to speak mm-hmm. i personally have had some experiences where that happened mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um you guys can relate to and you guys have any personal stories or situations where like you were like you know what i know i want this thing even though it didn't really seem like there's any way of like it happening but you you know, at some point later on the line, everything came to fruition. I've tried writing goals down. Okay. You know, I've, I've done it. Um, I Do I believe it works? Sure. You know, it d- depends on how you see mm. see things. But I am a firm believer in <clears throat> affirmations and telling, telling myself who I believe I am and mm-hmm. what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just something about the energy and the frequencies of certain words that I speak out loud and speak to myself, like I feel it. I feel it mm. all the way down to my core, to my soul or spirit, whatever you wanna see. And I feel that vibrating throughout my body and I, I feel it, then I believe it. And when I believe it, I act on it. I, I go out here and, and live it, yeah. you know? Hell yeah. Facts. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, would, I would say for, for me, sometimes I do write goals down um or you know where i want to be you know after after my last campaign i wrote i sat down and i wrote out all the things i wanted you know where i wanted to be and the goals that i wanted to accomplish you know over the next year and to be honest like that note got lost in the sauce you know i had totally forgot about it but um a few weeks ago when i like came across it again just going through everything i started to realize like dang some of the stuff that i wrote down like i accomplished and then some Mm-hmm. You know, maybe and, he was supposed to lose it on purpose and, and come back to it. Right. You know, and I think sometimes maybe the power of words, even in just writing something down, you know, that's also giving you that that motive that's putting that energy out there already. You know, that's an action. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know, and so um, and so with that, I, I, I saw that and I was like, wow, OK. So one of my goals was to have three shows, you know, this summer, wow. you know, been I, done that. Didn't I'm I'm I've had six, you know, mm. I've, I've lined up six shows for the summer. And that wasn't even me like. That wasn't even me going back to my goals and saying, okay, I need to get one more. I need to get one more. No, I just Did set it. my intentions mm-hmm. and then executed after mm-hmm. that. And yeah, yeah. honestly, half of it I didn't even realize I was doing, but moving forward and, and continuing to do those things, um, I think was reflected based on the words that I wrote down and my goals and things that I wanted to accomplish. Hell yeah. Do you, now is that something when you write those goals down, do you like tuck it somewhere else where you don't see it anymore? So I know some people hang it up on like a mirror so they see it every every time they walk past it or wake up. Like, how, how do you go about that? Uh, I've, I've tried a few different, I've tried a few different things. So there's times where I'll write something down. So say for, for smaller, my agenda, for instance, mm-hmm. and there are things that I want to accomplish during the week. I'll write those down and put them somewhere in front of me. So you've seen my my mirror in my bathroom. I, mm-hmm. That's just got hella shit written all over it. Mm-hmm. You know, the top it says intention because that's the season I'm in. You know, and moving and moving with intent, team building. You know, that's that's where I'm at right now, and I want to constantly remind myself of that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to other goals, like like I said before, that list that I wrote out and just lost, it wasn't necessarily my intention to do that, but. The fact that it was kind of tucked and also pulling that out later on and seeing, wow, I did accomplish some of these things. And there's other things that I'm still working on or things that I'm almost at right now. I, I thought for me that was personally uh, that was personally encouraging, mm-hmm. you know. 
I would say the one thing I love, one of the things I love that you said is that with you writing those goals down and as time goes on and you accomplish each one of those goals, I love that you, you're able to go back and see everything that was written down and you could, you're able to look at it like, damn, look, look where I, look where I was and look where I am now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something about that is very powerful and amazing. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to get back on it, man, after listening to you. Hey, I'm telling you, man, honestly, and, and y'all know the, the stuff that we've done in the last couple months, what? easily stuff that we've done in the last week, honestly, things are, things are moving. Big moves. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so it's encouraging for me to see that. It's encouraging for me to see that with the people around me as well. Like you're saying, we getting houses, you know, we making, we, we filming shows, mm -hmm. we doing podcasts, we making albums and stuff. It's, yeah. It's just net, expanding the network, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. For sure. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, that's dope. So we have, um, let's talk about genius. And what that means, mm. what that means to everybody and discovering your own genius and, and, and what that looks like, discovering it, finding it. And um, does everybody have it, you think? Does everybody, I mean, that kind of goes into the question you asked as, as far as like, do people want to want to be average? I think um, everyone does have genius. I think how people go about expressing the genius is what really is what really differentiates people you know you have some people who are outgoing you know a great example would be like Kanye West obviously outspoken probably the biggest name on the planet in the past decade for sure honestly like this like this man has time stamped himself in history as like just you know what i'm saying just mm -hmm. and, and, and an icon, you know what I'm saying? More or less of the word. So you got people like that. You got people like, you know, who's someone that's a behind the scenes person? Like uh, this guy named Dallas Martin, uh, music ex executive, music producer or, or director or whatever it is. He worked on Nipsey's, I think he signed Nipsey Hussle or whatever to uh, Republic Records or whatever the case is. But people like that, that work behind the scenes that don't need to be in the spotlight, that like, are perfectly fine with being in the third row whole time. They're the ones that, they're the reason why this whole stadium is jumping right now. And you don't even know it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just all about how can you express it in a way that is meaningful to you and in a way that others will receive it. Even, I'm not, like, I don't know. As long, do y'all think that it matters how people receive your genius? As long as you're able to get it out the way you want to? Or do you think it kind of like you should? I think you can't. I don't think you can control it sometimes. You right. Know? And like we were saying with this podcast, if you, you know, some people are going to gravitate more towards these first episodes, you know, in the earlier stage of your journey, because that's what they connected with. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to episode 50 is where they start. They're like, dang, all right, this is my shit. Right. You know, I don't really care too much about those other ones. But, you know, you're going to you're going to see the other people value you differently than you value yourself, mm. you know, and that's a conversation mm. we can have about relationships and, and a whole bunch of other stuff, mm -hmm. you know, but when it comes to your genius, I think that you have to recognize it in yourself and understand it in yourself for it to project on other people. Mm. I think part of part of genius and this is I mean, I ain't got the answers. I'm just we just kind of shooting the shit, but I'm just trying to. Uh, you know, find my own genius, but something that I, something that I, that I find that I, I come across is, um, most genius people go through a phase of being looked at as idiots or crazy or kind of, yeah, like they don't know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and some, you know, or like people like, six, nine or playboy Cardi or Lil Nas X people completely different, like, you can say whatever you want to say about either one, any one of them, but you know, mm -hmm. Playboy Cardi's voice is just different and it's unique. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely different. People can, but this genius, he found a way to get himself into the rap game. Real he, life, you know started a whole wave, honestly. Yeah, and now separated people, himself. Yeah, facts. Mm -hmm. and now people is trying is sounding is bridging off of his sound. Um, you know, I'm sure Lil Nas X is going to have a whole army of in the LGBTQ. It's going to probably gonna be an army of LGBTQ rappers coming up. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, who else did I say? Um, six nine, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And now these are these are these are obviously different versions of genius, but I believe that a lot of, you know, art artists and even bro, the art of making money sometimes can be genius. The art of getting attention, the marketing, it's it's really marketing. Marketing mm-hmm. is a form of genius, you know what I'm saying? Nice. So I look at Lil Nas X as a is a genius marketer. Cause honestly, this is my opinion. I don't think his music's that good. So without all the flamboyancy, I don't know how well he would he was actually do. Like his he's more of like a symbol for the LGBTQ to me than he is actually a musician. That people are like, mm-hmm. oh, he makes great music. It's more so like, oh, he's brave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but okay, bro, Jay Z, yeah. genius, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's we can we can now we can Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? Genius. These so are, his mixtape for $100 and say, y'all going to buy this. Mm-hmm. And people sold out. Yeah, but it, it goes even deeper, bro, because it's like Jay-Z started as a dope boy, bro. And he knew that he he knew he knew he was genius. He knew he had potential to, to be exactly what he is today. But, you know, um, and, and that's where I think perfectionism ties into it because it's like, bro, you can't be perfect. Like sometimes you got to start selling dope before you can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, before you can get title and before you can start buying rock nation and Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying to do all these extra things and people can see the genius that's always been there all along but some people i'm going to speak for myself i will never get to know what my true genius is if i don't continue along this marathon that's why nipsey's my favorite rapper because his message of marathon is ingrained in my head because it's like bro nobody might not like my first couple albums like i said nobody might not like these first couple podcast episodes but bro I'm determined for people over time to know, bro, what's good with me. Like, bro, I am genius. You know what I'm saying? Something's going to hit eventually. Something's going to hit, and I'm going to impact the world. If, if you're impactful to the world, then that's what it's all about. That's, that's, where, that's where I want my genius to manifest anyways. It's through impact. Fuck all the extra shit. Like, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I just think some people are so scared of being different. I think genius sometimes is so simple. It's just different. Just be different. You think that... Because it's much easier to fall in line mm-hmm. with what's already been done or whatever that current hot wave is at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, would you agree with that? Yeah, bro. I, yeah, people, bro. People are sheep, bro. We're mm-hmm. more sheep than we are our ah! own, mm-hmm. our own autonomous shepherds. Like yeah. we, you know, I know us men in this group for the most part, bro. We, you know, what I'm saying we are pretty self autonomous, self thinking people. Mm-hmm. But the majority of Society are sheep. They need to be told what to do. They need to be told what to believe. They need to be told what diet is good for them. They need to be told where they're going to go when they die. They need to be told everything instead of thinking these things for themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why um, one of one of our prep questions here is like, what type of people do you surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. I surround myself with open-minded, non, non-sheeply type of men. You know what I'm saying? Like-minded. Women too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Straight up. And it, it don't even have to necessarily be like-minded because you was at my house this morning. Like, I'm very health conscious, but I'm still going to eat bacon. You don't eat bacon. It's like, Thanks. whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're very different it's in certain ways. But, <laughs> but the, the, the you know, the vibe is like, if I can't elevate you to the level that like my homeostasis is around me and my friends and my solid group of friends is, then we probably not going to hang around each other. You know what I'm saying? Because I know the the core group of men that I'm around we're all open-minded, free-minded thinking men. You, you don't want to sit on the couch and eat strawberry Pop-Tarts all day? Mm-hmm. I don't even buy Pop-Tarts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, um, yeah, the people you surround yourself with a lot can, it, it just, it, bro. They hold you it, accountable. Mm-hmm. Like when y'all face, these guys FaceTime this morning, man, I looked rough, real rough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, all right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but the fact this this the simple fact that they both were like, "Yo, like we're shooting today, like what's up? Like you coming right?" It made me like, "Damn, I really don't got an excuse not to come." You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there trying to talk, like, "Eh, I don't know, bro. I'll figure it out." And they're like, "Bro, like we gonna shoot it? Like, come on, like you right?" So having people like you said, if you're not someone who maybe not like minded, but in that same realm of thinking. It probably isn't gonna work out, you know. Yeah. You, we can I, be associate. Like you probably you probably have people in your life where it's like you're cool with them, but I can't really hang out with you because you're not you're not doing nothing. At least you're not doing. Yeah, bro. I will make you feel very uncomfortable. Like I will make an average person feel very uncomfortable hanging around me, bro. And I'm confident enough to say that because I'm not average. I don't do average shit. My schedule is not average, and neither is the men that I'm around. You know what I'm saying? We're all here. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like 
every time we talk, it's about not being average. So Thanks. people be like, bro, I be having girls trying to call me at like 10 o'clock. Bro, I, I'm off my phone by 10 o'clock. You can't, no, I'm not talking Email to me, you. shorty. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if you want, like dead ass. And so that type of energy, it can rub people the wrong way. But bro, that's what you, that is fi- what finding your own genius looks like sometimes. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I got, so look, one, I'm glad you said that. I just realized something. So one thing about people that's funny, human beings are weird as fuck. But one thing about people that's funny is that if you people really treat you how you treat yourself, so if you're like, hey, like, why didn't you call? Hey, DK, I hit you up. Why didn't you call me back? Oh, bro, I don't answer calls past nine p.m. I'm in bed. I gotta be up early. Like, you wanna get at me? Text me during the day between this time and this time. I won't get to you right away. I'm gonna let you know right away. But I'll, when I do respond, we can figure it out. And it makes people make, and it forces people to make a decision as to, hmm, do I want to keep interacting with this person, work with this person, mm-hmm. or do I want to take a step back? And if you're someone who's actually about shit and you're someone that actually people can see like, damn, he's doing a lot of shit, people aren't just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. People are going to, yeah. you know what? If he, if I, I want to be around this person, I want to see the ideas he has, you know, let me go ahead and get my shit right, hit this man up on the, you know, when it's an appropriate time type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Iron sharpens iron, bro. And, mm-hmm. and, if, and if you already have a circle of, pretty sharpened guys, men, whatever, people around you, you have to be sharp to be around because mm-hmm. even if I'm sharp and you want to come around, I need sharpened. Ian sharpens me. Ramil sharpens me. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to, we all sharpen each other. So, you know, obviously we just hang around each other more, but, um, you know, so that's the vibe. Just like either be sharp or get left. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. You know what I'm saying? That's because a t-shirt. if you just hanging around me, just rubbing off of me all day, then I'm getting dull now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Ooh. You know, straight up. So mm-hmm. I think when it comes to manifestation and, um, you know, and, and and manifesting your own genius and finding out who that own genius is, part of that is, uh, you know, realizing what it takes. Sometimes you've got to be a bro. I'm in the phase that Ian talks about. I'm in the phase of team building. My cleaning company is growing. This shit's frustrating. So I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm a prick about my time nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like. Shorties be hitting me up. You know, I'm super active on my Snapchat and Instagram. So people be, you know, asking me questions or whatever, just trying to interact. And I like, bro, I'd be like, bro, 10 o'clock during the week. Like when I'm when I'm having a really good focused week and nothing threw me off, like I'm in bed by well, my phone's off by 10 o'clock. I'm in bed by 11. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have my last meal before eight o'clock type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I like my that's what curating my genius looks like, you know, mm-hmm. discipline. And, Discipline, bro. Honestly. That's the biggest one. Discipline. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Mills as a boxer. Mm-hmm. How much does discipline play play a role in terms of pre- preparing? Not not even preparing for a fight. Just to be in. Just to be, you know, what I'm saying ready to have the confidence to get in. The what? <laughs> if you just like anything in life, if you don't take the time to prepare, whether that's a sport, whether that's for a meeting, a presentation, it doesn't matter. If if you don't discipline yourself and take the necessary steps to prepare for whatever's coming up, what do you think the outcome's going to be? Five Ps. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out G Herbo. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. You know, and so, yeah, man, you know, we all want to be great. We all want to find, well, at least the people who know they really want it, we all have to strive to find that, that, that inner genius within ourselves. And mm-hmm. I think a big part of that also plays knowing how to be alone some of the most genius minds ever they weren't married Mm -hmm. um they didn't have kids Mm. they they wrote brilliant essays you know what i'm saying they wrote tons of books and they spent a lot of time alone Mm -hmm. and so i feel like unless you get comfortable with spending that time alone you'll you'll never find your genius anyways Mm -hmm. you know that's why they say as musicians um when you're in album mode, you shouldn't listen to other people's music because it's going to fuck with your own genius. It's going to mess up your own creative juices and your, you know what I'm saying? Because I know with me, when I listen to anybody's music, I get inspired mm-hmm. unless they're just complete ass, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I listen to good music, I get inspired every time, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, yeah, bro, it, it, it should get deep. <laughs> Absolutely. It should get deep. Hell yeah. Me. Mm. Wow. Yeah, man. So what else we got up in this thing, man? people you surround yourself with how can you have okay yeah we can so uh we can touch on this uh to to close this thing off what's up how can we add value through the world through our gifts 
and is genius our true greatness? Mm. I think so. I think so. I think it's uh, our genius, as we all talked about, is has is related to our gifts, and our gifts is the value that we add add to the world. You know, where we're all built so uniquely, and that's why when it comes back back to to the people you surround yourself with. Me personally, I love so diversifying the people that I'm close with and I have within a network, you know, like, cause we, we all bring different gifts. We all bring different perspectives on life. And because of that, I feel like I can learn from everything and everyone outside of myself and use the things that I can relate to in my life and add it to my own. Mm. Same thing, you know, um, like DK, we, we spend a lot of time with one another in the gym, just bouncing ideas off of one another. And mm -hmm. you've helped me in many ways that you may not even know, you know, and just surrounding myself with people who are always striving to be better, be better than what they were yesterday. Oh, that yeah. That's motivating to me to continue to be not like DK necessarily, to not necessarily be like Ian or Vic, but to find it within myself to be the best version of myself and finding it what it is inside of myself that I can add value to whether that's the group or uh, my family or, and in the bigger picture, the world, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I do, I am a firm believer that um, finding that, not finding cause it's in us already, mm -hmm. but Expounding. expounding and recognizing our gifts and exploring, exploring mm -hmm. and expressing. So I, I, I do believe that's genius in itself. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can add our genius to the world. Hell yeah. Mm. I think that there's, there's something with, I look at it, I, I saw this quote and it was, it was about networking and it was saying that the biggest thing about one of the biggest and most important aspects of networking is giving. Right. And I, I kind of took that and just applied it to a few other things as well. And, and when you when I realize when I'm in a position to give, whether that's my ideas, like you were saying, sometimes you can help somebody out and you might not even know mm -hmm. in, in that way. Um, but if you're willing to give and willing to like to give your gifts to be and you're also in a position where people around you are also able to do the same thing and you mm -hmm. can all do that together, then it's going to help you manifest your genius in my opinion, I think it's going to help you manifest your genius even faster, you know, mm -hmm. so. Because you get more help now. That's why mm -hmm. I said, I always tell you guys, I appreciate you guys every time I get a chance because mm -hmm. dead ass, bro. Like, dead ass. I didn't even know that this is how we were going to be doing. Like I said, I know this is kind of like the beginning episodes and we're just kind of, but I didn't plan this. Like, this was just like, hey, you guys want to come with the podcast? Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, try. <laughs> you try. Yeah, bro. Once you like one. Trying is probably the biggest thing you can do, the best thing you can do. Because mm -hmm. once you try, you can then gauge and be like, okay, I, that didn't go the way I wanted to. Now you have information to go off of as to how to improve. Mm. You don't just go in the gym and be like, you know what, I'm gonna lift 480 today. They gonna, no, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you go in and say, okay, let's see how much I can do. 150, 200, 215. Oh, I can't get that 215. Now you know, okay. 180, 200, that's my, that's where I'm at. How do I, you know what I'm saying? Now you can implement. And, and that's improve. that perfectionism too. Cause if you thought, if you know you just want to go in there and lift 300 pounds, but you didn't even work your way up to 215, it's like, bro, don't hurt yourself. You're like, I don't want to see nobody see me being weak. And I can barely do 195. And it's like, they gonna bro. see you getting wheeled out to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the same yeah. thing could go for, for this podcast or any, any other venture. Trust your dope before you can sell it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, good job, bro, Larry. <laughs> straight up, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, be good at what you're doing and be confident. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> bro, and I've learned major lessons with that in, in the past, like being overly confident. Cocky. So now, yeah, hell yeah. People have been telling me I've been cocky my whole life. Now, I think it's, <laughs> it's, 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 um, it's, <laughs> There's some you shit. You don't say. You know that. But that, that's just your. Per Honestly, I don't think you're cocky. I think your personality. You just have a big personality. Like no bullshit. Like you can walk in a room. You're one of those people that you can walk in a room and instantly light it up. 
Appreciate that, bro. Type of thing, honestly, man. Because for, for you to set something like this up, you can't be a timid person. Yeah. For you to get four individual, you know what I'm saying? Like to be in, you know what I'm saying? And consistently, mm -hmm. this is episode four. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are afraid to hold other people accountable. Yeah. That's not the case with you. You mm -hmm. understand that I want to be here. I, I mess with y'all, rock with y'all, and I want y'all to be a part of this. But if y'all can't keep up, it's tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. I think in something I've noticed with with you and also with you is, is with who? that with <laughs> uh like you you guys have and it, I wouldn't even consider it cockiness to be honest with you, but you have a kind of confidence that people that makes people uncomfortable because they're like, mm. dang. <laughs> He really just said that out loud. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, especially because the way you be doing, you be just throwing loops at people just for no reason just bro, to see how gotta, shit lands. Yeah. Make, make, me, make me coming crazy. <laughs> you got to, bro. Because you, you never know what's going to stick or land. Like, I think you said earlier, like, bro, words, everything is just information. Whether you sell houses, you're on the New York Stock Exchange, you're a doctor, everything is just information. Mm -hmm. which, then, which then means... Everything is simply communication. So if I'm able to communicate to you and express how I'm feeling in a way that you can generally understand to the fullest extent how it is I'm feeling, then you can then, okay, I know how I know where he's at. Okay, this is how I can help you. Or, hey, man, I don't have the answers, but I can put you in the right direction. I mean, true, but you just be throwing stuff at people. They don't even understand what well, you're talking sure. about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talk Chinese here and there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think a lot of people wish they had that though. I, absolutely. You know, that level of expression. Cause you guys don't give a fuck about what people Bro, you think can't. about you. Yeah, and, you I, know? and I'm saying, I think that is a form of genius that needs to be explored. Mm -hmm. That's why one of the pillars of my, of the, of the Real Balance brand is self-expression, you mm -hmm. know, and, and this falls deep into the podcast falls deep into self-expression because, um, I genuinely believe whoever the creator of this universe is like, gave me this form of gift in me you know Man. what i'm saying mm -hmm. and like i said it took me a while even though i've had it since a kid it took me a while to be like huh it wasn't even football you couldn't ask me out you asked me i've been playing on sundays till i'm about 30 31 retired find me a little bad bitch and go get some real estate you know what i'm saying like play for the Oakland raiders you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying but bro i this bro they get gillette commercials and everything shit. yeah you know and shit Head and shoulders with Troll, Paul Malu and shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Who's to say, bro, the NFL hey, won't be sponsoring this damn type shit? Or head and shoulders. Shit. Head and shoulders. Here, you know. <laughs> like, who knows, bro? Yeah. Like, this is episode four. Shit, you, know, you got Carson number. You know what time it is. I do, bro. I don't got his number, but you know, I can, I can, I can reach him. Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bro. people reach out to your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that wouldn't be done, man. But no, yeah. anything else y'all want to touch on? Any questions y'all want to y'all want to hit on? Man, I just love this topic honestly because I have a huge appreciation for everyone's gifts mm -hmm. and their genius and what they bring to the world. Man, like you three have an amazing gifts. Like and DK, this podcast is an example of that. Like Vic brought up just to be able to set this up and knowing recognizing your gift and finding a way to add value to the world and this this is you expressing what's what's in, within you in sure. a way you know like there's a it's a lot of things that you speak about that a lot of people can relate to that can help someone Thanks. you never know that's the goal you man know? and then y'all the you guys's music is a is an, an, another example like music is a huge influencer to me personally mm. like and I, people like y'all bring a different spin of creativity in this life to me personally. So I just, I love this topic, man. And I just have a huge appreciation for, for everybody and what they do and what their gifts are, man. Just recognize that and express it, man. Everyone's got a purpose. Everyone's got a gift and value to add. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Dharma. Mm -hmm. I, got, I read that in the seven, seven spiritual laws of success. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? What's Dharma? Dharma is like, uh, it's like a spiritual law that says that everybody has a purpose within them. Everybody's here ah, for a reason. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And so it really, you know, that's a social construct as well. Pretty much everything is social construct. But if you if you agree to that social construct, I think it's powerful. Because mm -hmm. it's like, same thing with like God and religion. It's like, you can choose not to believe in that shit. I, like, I don't judge atheists, but the world's much better when you believe in God, bro. It just, it just <laughs> you believe in something. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. 
Um, so, bro, yeah, bro. Believe you have a purpose. Hell yeah, Dharma, bro. Hell yeah. So, to, so to end this off, I want to ask you guys, what do you think your genius is? And if you don't know, what do you think? What do you what do you what are you hinting at? Like, what what might it be? That's a really good question. <clears throat> I think people can have multiples. Mm-hmm. You know, and sure. I, I think for me, I'm still discovering what mine is. Um, but one thing I've I've realized, and I don't even know if it's genius. It's it's kind of maybe it's even just like has something to do with energy. But you know, ha- knowing noticing that a lot of times, like whenever I'm connecting with people or whenever I'm connecting with somebody else, sometimes I can connect two people who could use each other. You know, or are or, or in a, they're in a position where um, their gifts can help each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think that I've noticed about not even how I move, but just what happens in my life, you know? And I know that I can spread that to other people and help other people, uh, you know, accomplish and connect with the people that, you know, can help them in, in whatever destination that they're trying to go. To add to that, we were talking about that at the crib about like, Ian really is a behind the scenes dude. Like Ian's the guy that you walk by and be like, oh, then who's that? And be like, oh yeah, he owns these five buildings. Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, oh, he's a, like he's a landlord. And that yeah. restaurant down there, that's his too. Like what? Like how, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you would never know. Like why did I just have a drink with that nigga last night? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he was on the Forbes list. Hey, soon. Hey, we speaking it to Absolutely. existence. Type shit. Yeah. What about you, bro? I say, I'm not sure if you would call it a gift, but I have a passion for helping people mm. and wanting people enjoying life. So however, if I'm in a position to help someone, no matter what it is, it could be giving someone a ride across town, something simple as that. I just believe that I'm very passionate about seeing one another being well, mm-hmm. you know? So I've, it took me a lot of time to, to, to recognize that because um, there's a certain point in my life where that I have I was going through a phase of a void of identity after I was done with sports. Mm. So it took me a lot of time to do a lot of searching within myself and figure it, figure out like what it what it is I want to do in this life outside of sports. How can I add value in this world? And when it came down to it in my core self, it came down to helping people and doesn't matter what level it is. Like I said, it could be giving someone a ride down across town. It could be um, helping someone get their body right, helping mm. someone recover from an injury that they're dealing with. It, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm, if I'm in position to help someone, I'll do it. I'll do mm. it because I know there's been times I've been in need and people have been there for me. So I just, Facts. I just love reciprocating that energy. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Facts. Um, I'll get to my, what mine is, but I think, what yours is, bro, you are a very solid individual and you're a very peaceful person. And I think you're the type of person where like someone might come to you and ask you like, hey, man, I'm dealing with this. How like how do I get through it? And you might not even know how to get through it, but you're going to say something. Are you going to you're going to be able to relate it to them in a way where they, they might see it from a new perspective? Mm. You know, what I'm saying like. I don't know how to like how to convey that but like you're a very like you're you're like someone that people can go to for like bro like i'm going through this bro like i don't know how to get through this say man yeah I bro appreciate it man mm-hmm. i appreciate real it talk. Real. like if a homeless person <laughs> asks mills for like some money and he had nothing on he'd be like i'll walk with you bro like we just you know what i'm saying like where you going bro let's just talk like what's going on with you like right like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and before you know it bro got a job at the end of the walk you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, like i think your true genius is gonna manifest whenever you just finish putting in your hours of master of of uh what was it you gotta trust your dope mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. and so i know you're getting a bunch of certifications right now mm-hmm. you're perfecting your training methodologies you're making your own training methodology so it's mm-hmm. taking you a little longer because you're trying to you know start from scratch make, right. make your own you know um and so man i think in a couple years, you're you literally gonna be on some sensei shit, bro. Like, I appreciate y'all. I literally, appreciate it. <laughs> like literally, bro. You'll be a master of of every of everything you've been studying, from real mm-hmm. estate to you know financial education. To literally, you're gonna be a factory of service to people. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it, so. about Thank all you. Y'all, honestly, mm-hmm. thank you. Nice. you know, like, For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say mine is just more or less. 
um, getting people to, to, to question things, to ask questions. Um, I'm not, I'm not a smart person. I'm not a dumb person either, but I'm someone who I like to submit all my decisions in logic and reason. Mm -hmm. You can't, because you can't be logic. Never. Even, even a crazy dude on the street, ah, even he got to eat two, three times a day. Don't let, like, even he, if he gets hungry, you know what I'm saying? He going to start acting reasonable. Like, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So like, I think just getting people to think and getting people to just examine and not just go for it. Oh, okay. Well I asked them this and they gave me that. So I guess that's what it is. It's like, no, like there are other options. Like don't just accept the first thing that you see. Hold on a little bit. Ask, you know, why didn't I get that, you know, promotion or whatever the case is or damn, this job sucks. Okay. Why won't you work another job? You clearly don't like it. You clearly can get a better paying job elsewhere. Like it's crazy how people will know the answers to their own problems Mm -hmm. and not take action. We all usually do. (laughs) We all usually do. Um, Sometimes we just kind of need a push. We don't trust ourselves. And I think that's part of genius too, because you'll never Mm -hmm. find your genius if you don't trust yourself. So, you know, I've personally been trying to get out of the act of asking, like if I can YouTube some shit, I'm not about to ask somebody like, you know, Big bro, um, send me that, send me that post, big bro. Yeah, Just you know, it's like, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a story for another day. <laughs> you know, but yeah, bro, just trusting, trusting yourself. That is, that is a big part of genius too. And that's something that I struggle with. It's mm. like, I have my own thoughts, but should I trust them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that's part of that fear, you know, the fear of your greatness is, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes the answers are already inside of you yep. and you got to trust your, that that's, you need to trust yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and understand that that's part of your greatness is knowing that because we've talked about this. Sometimes you have an answer to something. You don't even know where it came from. Like, it doesn't come from any experience that I've had personally, but Facts. you just know, you just know. It's like everything you learn in it only confirming what you already knew. Yeah. And so we just ca- kind of double check to confirm you know, what was already inside. They say, bro, they say nothing is new under the sun. They say, you know, everything was already written, you know? So it's kind of like, okay, I can I can get down with that with that train of thought. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how it all ties in, reincarnation, however the fuck you want to put it, but it's almost like deja vu. They say deja vu was like a lapse of like, of, to- of, 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 of like consciousness and time zones and shit. Like mm. when you have deja vu, it's like, you and another planet in another world in another realm like of reality having something. like a lapse of and there's like some fuzz mm. and, you're, and something happens you're like hold the fuck up you come back to this channel real quick I'm uh, like, now like i said that's you, just you potted now <laughs> fez is watching mm. yeah we definitely have to dive into that another time for, yeah, sure, too. for sure man but yeah I, i'm pretty sure we've gone over time with this man this was a great episode thank y'all for coming um watching sure, tuning in course. Um, yeah, man, it's the Real Balance Podcast, and we're gonna check y'all out on the next time. You wanna head? You wanna give us out with the outro? Peace out, man. Fire! There it is. There it is. There it is. Life taught me every L is a lesson, and every day 